Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dean Hodge and this is Comics for You with Tara Hamilton and Megan Fry. So I'm really glad that I finally got you two uh, alone to, to have a podcast, or more or less alone. We're at the end of the comics co-op meeting, the first one of January of 2017. Very exciting stuff. Confetti. Yes, confetti everywhere. <laughs> no, that was great. I actually, like, that, that was cool to hear about what all is coming up next and everything. Um, like, we have uh, the superhero anthologies. That's going to be, uh, uh, when is that coming out exactly? We're hoping to premiere it at Kanuga, which will be the 24th yeah. through the 26th mm-hmm. great, great. of February. Nice. And then what about the, um, and we've also got a music anthology in the works and a first-time anthology. Could you talk about that a little bit? Um, well, the music anthology is just a kind of zine-style book, similar to the Halloween zine that we did already. Uh, they're smaller projects, tend to have a smaller page count per person and kind of tend to have uh, less people in them if we go by the one of each that we've done so far Um, but the music zine is more of a experimental piece as well the uh, the people get to do whatever they want as long as it follows like what three guidelines it has to be about a song the song has to be accessible uh, for the reader and uh, no bleed or gutter <laughs> that's a big thing for uh, for for little indie runs <laughs> yeah yeah it keeps the printing costs down I'm able to run it on a machine that binds it in the machine so that way um, we can sell it as cheap as possible and get as many copies as possible to get our work out there. Exactly, yeah, that's the point is I think to uh, not just it's of course very satisfying to have it done but just to get it in other people's hands so it's more we can print the better but with the music one, the couple entries that I've seen so far, uh, this one's really different from anything else we're working on because it's more abstract, like uh, a lot of these feel like music, they could be music videos Um, so I really like that and it's just uh, less structured storytelling and more just uh, out of the creator's mind a bunch of feelings <laughs> so now it's using a bunch of comic artists from the Chattanooga area which is great because like before I heard about the co-op like I didn't even know there was a comic scene here in Chattanooga which is fantastic yeah. there kind of wasn't yeah um, even at Conuga, it was pretty much just uh, the great Alex Ogle representing our our local scene pretty much um, yeah I started going to cons this year uh, because I finally graduated and I wanted to get the comic I work on, Arrow, out into the loving world. (laughs) And um, so I started talking to Alex and I started going to all these conventions and I really loved the uh, community at these conventions and that's kind of why I wanted to get a group together. I was planning on it just being a Facebook group. I didn't think anybody would ever let us have meetings, like personal (laughs) meetings of the minds and um, I was amazingly fortunate enough to uh, live in Hickson, the correct side of the river, and um, meet Jason and later Megan who are uh, a huge, huge part of the group. 
Um, yeah, I was about to say, because Jason owns Infinity Flux, right? Right, right, which is the space where we meet every uh, first and third Thursday. Um, at 6. At 6 p.m., come! Um, yeah, no, uh, he had envisioned something like this group happening. It was, I mean, it was kind of, like, just... Uh, Serendipitous. Yes. Yeah. Kismet. Um, <laughs> writer. <laughs> that Tara, you know, came into the shop and uh, wants to create this thing that has been brewing in Jason and Mai's, both of our minds, for a while. So, um, it's really been, honestly, I've never been a part of anything that's worked so organically well. Uh, and you don't want to get ahead of myself now, but when you come, you just get, you really feel the energy that everybody has to want to create something. And, um, I've just really never experienced that before. Yeah. And it's really encouraging to have other people that are wanting to make stuff and are interested in sort of the same stuff as you. Like I found that in college and like here afterwards, like, I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, you have like this group of people that want to make stuff. And then you you just sort of sit down and you're like, yeah, okay, a couple of other people are making stuff. I feel like I could I feel like I could do this too. Yeah, it's fantastic. I loved I've loved coming to it. I mean, I've been here since uh, almost since the beginning. And well, no, not the beginning, but like since last summer, sometime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That but, was the beginning. We were revving oh. things up for sure right around then. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't even been a group for an entire year yet. No, no. Which is, I love to tell people that we've not been yeah. official an official group for a year. We've already got two things yeah. officially printed. Our Halloween zine is sold out. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty amazing. It was. It I was. think it was the orange paper to, that you had <laughs> oh, yeah. it printed on was yes. what sold it. And the bubbling yeah. cauldron on the front. Yeah. It was excellent. Yeah. And the anthology. How's that one doing? Uh, the anthology is doing really well, too. We've been, um, honestly, like I t- said before, I've really never been a part of anything that's worked so, so well just organically and the way the media has kind of gotten yeah. a hold of it. I have a media background, so I've been able to get these uh, stories out to the press. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I know how to send out a press release, but still. Uh, I was glad I grabbed you before you got really famous off of all <laughs> But that's... people have just eaten it up. We've gotten so many, uh, you know, uh, offers for interviews and um, articles on us and it's it's been really awesome and it's all because of the press releases having someone like Megan in a group of artists and writers has been super helpful because most of these things you know, are amazing and then never get out into the the public uh, knowledge it's just this like super cool little secret that you might find out about so having those press releases and having someone that is that like goal oriented and schedule oriented has been yeah. like such a freaking blessing to the group. That's awesome. Uh, I am glad that my uh, skills learned in my uh, miserable professional life can be put to some creative use. <laughs> So now um, I mentioned that it's that, that all of our work so far has been from uh, from local Chattanooga people. Are you both from around here originally? Yeah, I was born in East Ridge. Nice. <laughs> Uh, I was born in Rossville, which is 15 minutes away hey, from here. Oh, you're Chattanooga. Yeah, that's Chattanooga. That's yeah. a, that's the uh, part of Chattanooga. I was about to say, to are you on it. the are you on the Rossville side that's in Tennessee or the Rossville side that's in Georgia? Uh, in Georgia. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I'm from around here. <laughs> Chattanooga's sprawling. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
It's kind of an interesting conundrum, though, um, with the connectivity of the internet and everything. Where do you draw the line? Where do you say, well, so there's a Nashville artist that wants to join and did join on the Facebook group. And this is a hypothetical person at this point, but they want to be a part of an anthology. They contribute to the digital version of the group. Like, how do you how do you like navigate that? Because Chattanooga is two hours from a lot of places, and if they're willing to drive the two hours down to a meeting, then um, it's really hard to, to, to turn them away. Um, to be a part of, of the, the printed stuff. So I always I always think about that. I think, think too much. <laughs> well, right now, I think it's just, you know, awesome that people from other cities are, um, you know, interested in us. And surely, as we, you know, move forward and try to do a zine fest, try to do a mini comic convention, uh, we're going to want that exposure. I think it's a good problem to have, you know. I look forward to thinking about a solution to that. Any up-and-coming people that would like to hit me up, I will gladly make a logo for Knox Comics Co-op or whatever you want to call the Nashville version. I, I haven't thought that far ahead. But Knoxville has an X in it, so I can easily do that one for you. That's good. That actually, that, that's really well. The Knox, Knox Comics Co-op. That, that yeah. just rolls right off the tongue. Yeah. Just know where you came from. Knox. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then, if we could get groups in other cities, even outside of the South, and we could have this network oh, of yeah. just creator-run groups, there's no telling how far this could go. Yeah. And then we could have like, like uh, conventions and stuff where only... Uh, members can show, and then that will get more members in. Because this is a this is a group that doesn't require any kind of dues. It's just participation. So that's an important part of it. Yeah, awesome. which actually that's really important. Um, you know, I, I, I like that we don't have dues, and I like that it's participation based. Um, you know, we were talking about being in school earlier, and um, you know, one thing that's great about school is it gives you deadlines and it gives you projects to work on. But with yeah. this, it's uh, you know, I think you, you're more interested in the projects that you're working on. True, true. So, I forgot what I was talking about. I forgot where this is going. But, yeah, I, I kind of see where you're going. It's, uh, that group in college keeps you creative. Mm-hmm. And then, as soon as you graduate, you realize that support network isn't really there anymore. Right. Everybody's kind of moved yeah. on to different jobs. And or, that's what I was mentioning earlier. Yeah, like, the support group's amazing. Yeah. So important. And... It's so easy when you don't have an audience to just stop making. Exactly. So being able to have something like the co-op pushing you at every two-week interval, sometimes three, depending on the month, um, is kind of integral to a lot of people's practices at this point. Um, like there's several projects. Uh, the one I can think of off the top of my head is Al's uh, Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Uh, not going to talk too much about that because that is a in-progress project. But um, I, I feel like that project in particular and probably several others wouldn't really have as much progress if they, as they have if the co-op wasn't around. It would just be an idea that came up, something else that actually pays you came up too. Obviously, you need to pay rent, so that idea kind of just stays on the back burner forever. And everyone has those back burner projects, and you know, there's no way to hit all of them. Yeah. But 
the co-op is a good starting point to, to get those off the back burner. Maybe put them on the front eye at least for a little while, and you can move them back to the to the back burner. That's yeah. where that came from, right? It's like you stick it on the back eye and put it on simmer yeah, or low. Yeah. I think that's where the expression comes from. Well, wait till you start hearing, like, bubble over and then go check on it. Yeah. 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 And that's not how you're going to approach that's, that's not how you're going to approach the co-op, are you? You're just going to wait till it bubbles over and then come back. <laughs> wait a second, hold up. That's actually, we need to we need to reel it in. <laughs> We start getting performance art uh, yeah. submissions. Oh, no. Uh, wait a second. How do we print this? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I guess I'll stick around uh, at least long enough to make sure that we're not getting submissions that are ethereal. Good. Um, I like what you said about, um, you know, people having projects on the back burner, though, because those can start... You know, you have all these ideas, and unfortunately in life, um, a lot of people aren't fostered to be creative. I think everybody has the potential to be creative, but it's really not fostered, especially in our working world. Um, And I think if you have all these ideas, if you are a creative person, um, they can really start to eat you alive that you aren't doing the stuff that's calling to you. And... um, you know, this co-op kind of gives us this safety net to talk about our ideas. I mean, we still have, like, I'm embarrassed, this idea is really weird moments, of course, but... Because you know, artists, yeah. <laughs> creatives in general, right? Yeah, egos. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's more of a safety net um, rather than, you know... Who are you going to tell in everyday life, um, your waitress or your cubicle mate or your mom or dad, you know? Those people aren't going to be supportive in the same way. They, they don't all necessarily have that same drive, so... True. I, I think my mom still hasn't read my entire comic. <laughs> she keeps saying, oh yeah, I'll get back to that, and then doesn't talk about it again. I'm like, okay, well, I guess you're not my target audience, mom. <laughs> yeah, what... Uh, what are your parents like? Are they like, oh, were, were they where you two got the inspiration to look at comics, or did you just pick them up on your own? I'll let you go first. Yeah, Tara. So, um, so I was an indoor cat as a child. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, my generation's kind of the, the awkward um, grew up not and then completely on the internet. So all of my middle school years, up until my middle school years, um, were, were all analog. And then all of a sudden, I think I got a computer in seventh or eighth grade. And then it was all of a sudden, wow, I can not pirate Photoshop <laughs> Adobe. I pay you monthly now for for the cloud, so please don't retroactively sue me for Photoshop 8. Um, and then uh, I was the uh, Toonami kid, Oh yeah, so I was too. really into, uh, I can't, n- my favorite was Reboot. Oh, um, that man. Was, that was my calling. Um, I watched it at daycare. We, we, um, me and two geeky dudes would like gang up on this one girl that wanted to watch Full House, and we'd be like, "No, we're watching Sailor Moon." And then we would watch Sailor Moon, and all three of us were just entranced by this skimpy transformation sequence. And then um, they were wanting to watch Dragon Ball Z, which is also a big influence. Yeah. But but I, I think that <laughs> reboot, reboot was my, my jam. Yeah. Uh, but that, like, the interest in cartoons is uh, kind of what, what I started with. I was a terrible artist um, 
but I just kept at it because I was even worse at sports. So I just kept drawing and kept, uh, I got a tablet, uh, a Wacom drawing tablet for, uh, into us two to show yeah. my age. Um, as a Christmas gift in eighth grade, my only Christmas gift that year, it's all I wanted. <laughs> and that's, that's when I started drawing and that's when I, I think I, I sent an email from my my AOL account <laughs> to Cartoon Network with some like awful uh, drawings I did in in Photoshop. Holy shit! To uh, to to try and become an animator. That was my dream. And then I was planning on applying to like Memphis College of Art or MICA or any of these places that had art in the name because that's all I really understood. Um, and then I ended up going to UTC, and I was like, oh, it's just going to be one one year. But then I, I kind of figured myself out. I, I was going to either get through this or become a trucker. Those are my two <laughs> options. I was about to say, you're rocking the flannel, so yeah. you're about halfway there at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I just need my, my commercial driver's license, and I'll be set for life. Yeah. Stop the gas station Way better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I it was all pretty organic, and I never really knew where I was going, but... Um, I did art, mm -hmm. and I was more interested in illustration. So I started getting into illustration and realized that uh, I was a painting and drawing major, uh, realizing that I wasn't doing art with a capital A, I guess. Uh, no offense. I love art with a capital A. Yeah. I love it. I could stare at it daily. Mm -hmm. And I probably do. <laughs> what up, Tumblers? <laughs> um, but I, I became more interested in illustration, and so... In high school and through college, I was trying to find a writer, because that was my next logical step. I was into the Japanese comics and stuff in, in early high school, and then I got into indie comics. Really big. Love and Rockets, my jam. Oh, shit. I love Love and Rockets. <laughs> All, everybody that ever has uh, been at Small Press Expo, I'm just like, those are my gods. Um, Daniel Klaus, all these, like, big indie names. That they, those, were, those were my inspiration. Um, so I, I tried really hard to find a writer. I guess I'm going into an autobiographical. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I'm sorry, guys. It's okay. No worries. <laughs> um, so I had, quote-unquote, writers. I can't do air quotes, not on video, so I'm going to say quote-unquote. <laughs> um, that would offer... To, to work on a comic with me and I had this comic in the back of my mind forever I've been drawing this guy that turns out uh, was based on the high school version of my now husband uh, hey. I completely uh, was against the idea of that being where he came from but I've learned since that it's definitely him and I should feel ashamed um, and I wanted to do a zombie comic so I worked with a girl in high school that fell through everything got scrapped and I worked with this guy in Canada who was like super into it and then uh, uh, he, he got weird and um, hi Chris <laughs> and then after that I went to the I, at, at that point I was at ETC I was a senior at ETC in painting and drawing trying to figure myself out figure out the world mm -hmm. and um, I went to the writing center at ETC to ask if anybody there would like to work on comics with me and I was flat out told by the person running the writing center um, yeah 
people that come here are professional writers, and they are coming here to become professional writers. Uh, I don't think anyone here wants to write comics for free with you. And I was like, oh no. Wow. That's cool. That's cool. So, yeah, right? So there was just an illustrator again. That's uh, that's, that was my digs. And um, I went in to, uh, I got into Four Bridges Arts Festival. Nice. Hi, Jerry Dale McFadden. (laughs) I love you. Um, And I wanted to print T-shirts. That was my that was my goal. I wanted yeah. to make affordable art. That was, that has always been my goal uh, with art is to make something affordable, which is another thing that really drew me to comics. Um, make sure that everything is accessible to anyone that wants it. I don't. I hated like going to to art shows and art festivals and seeing all these like five grand and up paintings. I'm like, man, that'd be cool if I could afford it. But um, I contacted a local silk screener through a completely long, another long story. Um, I had a huge um, art crush on this dude that had graduated a year or two ahead of me. His work was amazing. And he started this um, this group called Young Monster in town. They became pretty big, silk screening. And he was invited by uh, my professional prep professor to come in and talk about um, not going to grad school and um, the, the pros and cons of, of making your own way without all those connections. And at the time, Young Monster was getting really big. I think he had done some snowboard stuff. Um, and he talked about that, and I was like, oh, my God. I want to I wanna talk to this guy, and I want to print t-shirts. <laughs> I want him to help me print t-shirts, because I wanted to do it locally, and I wanted to do it on American Apparel shirts. Yeah. That was my two goals. And um, I went up after um, after his presentation. I was all fangirly, because his work seriously is amazing. Nick Dupay, look him up. Coolest dude ever. Um, and I, I was waiting behind someone else. To, to talk to him. They were fangasming over posters they had stolen because Young Monster was putting up all their posters. Because uh, it was show posters mainly. Yeah, yeah. Derby posters, all kinds of crazy stuff. It was beautifully made. People just steal them as soon as they went up. Um, so that person finally left and the professor was like, well, it's my birthday. We're going to go to the Yellow Deli. And I was invited to eat lunch with my professor, some randos, and this guy who I needed to talk to. Okay, I'm going to skip my next class, and I'm going to go eat potato soup, hopefully. Is this a Monday? I don't know. I'm going to hope it's potato soup, though. Yeah. Because at this point, they were not serving breakfast all day. Uh, Okay. Bad bad decision. Right? Right, man. Mm, that's a different story too. Um, so I showed up. I completely was awful at silk screening. Um, he had to do a lot of it for me, and I think I was slow as well. Like because Allie, his girlfriend at the time, showed up and started, um, you know, uh, just hanging around. She had brought beer. To, to hang out, and I was super awkward, because I was like, ah, ah, 
I'm interrupting plans <laughs> with my with my awful skills, and um, he ended up finishing off the shirts because registration is not my game. And he was like, "You're a writer, you're an artist. Uh, you guys should talk." So Allie had graduated UTC with a writing degree, and I was kind of like, oh, "You guys are too good for me," yeah. according to some people. <laughs> I don't know who they were, but. Uh, um, we started talking, and she was super cool. She sent me some of the stuff she had done at UTC, and it was amazing. And all because I wanted to print t-shirts, I met this amazing writer who told me all of my ideas were awful, and Walking Dead was uh, way too popular for us to do another zombie story, and I thank her wholeheartedly for saying that, because... Uh, we ended up spending an entire year just going to the Yellow Deli every week or every other week, just hammering out this world and and creating all these details um, that I could have never come up with on my own. And we work so organically together. Um, she'll send me a script and everything looks great. Any edits that I make um, end up working in her mind, thank God. <laughs> um, and we collaborate all the time in in weird ways, uh, and it it's just like poetry. Because <laughs> when I think about it, like uh, all the all the failed attempts at, at getting a writer, like every time we talk, I'm just like, yes, yes, this is exactly where it should be. This is perfect. Um, and yeah, that's that's how I. Uh, that's my life. That's my entire life. That's not just answering your question. That is, that is the kit. That is above me. and beyond the Call of Duty. Oh my! I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can top that. I will say though, um, uh, emailing Cartoon Network with sample drawings is not that bad. I almost, um, whenever I was like teenager uh, or like early teens, like 13, 12, um, I was in love with like Toonami like you and uh, also the superhero cartoons that were out like Spider-Man oh, and, yeah. and all those so I had it in my mind that I was like I found out that Stan Lee was the guy who created Spider-Man so I was like oh shit yeah I'm going to get together some drawings that I've done my best ones I'm going to put them in, in a manila envelope and mail them to Stan Lee the originals? yeah the originals <laughs> but, but, but that's the thing but, but you see the thing is though um, at this point Stan Lee had not worked at Marvel for like I don't know like 20 years yeah. something no. like that like and I didn't know that though I thought oh yeah Stan Lee's just working at Marvel he's just hanging out at the Marvel headquarters just still writing scripts and everything yeah. and um, and I was one step away from just sending it off I couldn't find his mailing address so <laughs> so so I was like well I guess I'll hold off on that then then I just kept on drawing so <laughs> oh, man. but that story aside Megan, how uh, did you come into <laughs> comics or your life story and or your life yeah, story? Yeah, it's gonna be a little life story. Uh, well, I first want to say I really like because we seem to be repeating this theme here that like when something is good, it's, it just kind of seems to happen organically. Like uh, which I kind of don't believe in. It's like no, you gotta work hard and fight for things, which we all do. But once you put in that work, uh, you kind of just sometimes find your people, and not always, but it does take a lot of work. But damn, like, we've 
uh, we, a lot of us found our people. Um, so no, I did not start reading comics until I was pretty late in life. Um, my family and I, we were very poor. Uh, we moved around a lot, so I actually didn't even watch that much cartoons. Uh, we rarely even had like a TV set in our house, so I read a lot. Um, I think I really started getting into fantasy and stuff, um, like a lot of kids my age with Harry Potter. Um, I, until an embarrassingly old age, was crossing my fingers that I was a witch. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get transported away. Nice. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love to read, and um, it just became such an outlet for me, and I would read books that were way above my um, pay grade. I remember I was like 12 years old, I read Gone with the Wind in a weekend. Wow. That's like a thousand plus page book I've written. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I absorbed any of it, um, but I did read it. Uh, yeah, I just I read a lot, so I think that's initially where my love of like storytelling and fantasy came from. Um, when I got to UTC, which is where I graduated from, I was pursuing a degree in psychology, but I took a couple English classes because you had to, and I loved Shakespeare. Um, the just so many uh, archetypal characters, so many uh, lessons, and I felt that the way he wrote, it just cut to the meat of humanity, and I loved that, um, so I abandoned my psychology degree. I still have, I need one more class to have my psychology degree, which I really need to go finish, um, but I abandoned that uh, to pursue English, and um, you know, a lot of people get badgered for pursuing English as a degree, they're like, you're never getting a job. <laughs> yeah, or two. Yeah, art too, of course, yeah. Um, but, so, I, I believed it, you know. Fortunately, I was like, I, you're, God, you guys are right. I'm not going to get a degree here. So, I, I mean, I stayed with English, but I uh, was didn't know where I was going to get a job, so I just stayed in school and got my master's degree because I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, you know, like I said, I believed everybody, so I pursued uh, a degree in professional writing, uh, which that is what I did for a long time before um, I... What really got me into being creative, this is a long tale to get to comics, no, no, but uh, okay. uh, was I uh, went to a film club at UTC, actually, and um, yeah, that my boyfriend, now six years, has started uh, back then. Um, <laughs> uh, so I went to that club, and um, I don't know, I just saw how just this outlet like every after the movies everyone had a discussion about them you know and um, what, what was the name of the festival do you remember oh it was just it was a club in that oh. weekly kind of like okay. co-op yeah, yeah. yeah uh, um, met you know a few times a month and uh, it was just this you know group of people talking freely mm. uh, you know I, I was a really introverted kid I still am very introverted you know yeah. so it's hard to make friends but um, <laughs> Tara's looking at me like who you're not introverted <laughs> I am um, you hard against it then yeah I yeah. do do. But um, yeah, so uh, film club. That's I used to when I was a kid. I could not sit through a movie. I almost made a scene about this because I hear people talk shit about movies. Like that movie sucked. That director's a hack. And I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> Every movie is an experience. Like yeah. even the sucky ones. It's like totally. someone made that. Blah. I love it. Um, and I started writing. Uh, <laughs> and then it died. <laughs> now everyone can really hear me. Um, <laughs> But no, I started working with a group of people in the film club. We started making movies together. We started making short films together. And I had never really done anything creative. I always really admired creative people. Um, 
and I felt creative myself, you know, like I laughed at jokes that my family wouldn't laugh at, and I, you know, uh, was always like the class clown, I guess, um, and I knew that required some degree of creativity to yeah. enjoy jokes or to, um, you know, tell them yourself, so anyway, I started uh, writing some scripts for these short films that we were doing, and I was, you know, I would send them to people very nervously, and I, I found, you know, a lot of pleasure in laughing at my own jokes uh, for the first time, and I constructed that, and had, we had an ed- group of editors, we would send our scripts to them, and uh, I mean, honestly, this is like three people, three of my friends, they're, they all are here right now, actually, um, but, you know, we'd send them to each other, um, and critique them, and uh, I would love reading in the comments, or we'd read them together, um, that they thought the jokes were funny, too, and it was just such a p- deep pleasure that I cannot um, really describe. Um, so that was my first foray into being creative. And then uh, with comics, um, you know, just through my friends as I got older, you know, I started to make more friends uh, through this club and all that. And they were into all this cool stuff. And, uh, you know, I love movies so much. And I really like stylized films uh, like Natural Born Killers and um, let's see, like uh, they're playing a song back there. Uh, I should name some more movies that I really like. Like, I like, really like Vanilla Sky, and I really like American Beauty. Like, just these really stylized moments with, um, you know, gorgeous imagery. And I realized that comics did that all the time. Yeah. A lot of movies are very slice of life, and, you know, that can be good in its own way. But I want that, I want that style, you know, and comics did that nonstop. So yeah. now I have it, and, you know, it's just driven me to... Uh, dive deeper into it and you know I'm trying to do my own art so I like I said I mostly have a professional mm-hmm. writing background but yeah. and it's it's really hard to transition or I think the world so much of the time tries to shove you in this box of you're either naturally talented or you're not talented oh, yeah. at all so I'm trying to squeeze myself out of that tube totally that's great that's yeah. fantastic yeah. so so you're more of a fan of like slice of life sort of stories no I'm not no, no I really like the stylized stuff. oh you like the stylized yeah. stuff yeah. okay okay but I realize I movies like <laughs> I like both yeah. I like both but uh no I, I noticed that uh yeah movies they I really like the hyper stylized movies mm-hmm. um but not all movies are like that yeah but comics are usually almost always like that so oh, yeah. yeah like you got these characters that are in your face these colors that are in your face every image is trying to tell you a story Mm-hmm. Um, you get that with those stylized movies. Like, I need to piece all these uh, this information together that it's going in my eyeballs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, who would you say um, your writing influences? And oh, be thinking man. about this because I'm gonna think about I'm gonna ask you your art influence in a second, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> okay, definitely. Um, I love Kurt Vonnegut. Mm-hmm. He's probably my favorite writer. Um, I love his honesty. Um, I really like. Um, like I said, very Shakespearean in a way, cuts to the meat of things, and he has this perspective that I just, I could never say it that way, you know, or I could never think of it that way. Um, I I could reread his stuff all the time. So Kurt Vonnegut on one hand, and then the other, uh, John Waters, for his absolute um, absurdity, um, satire. Kurt Vonnegut's the same way. I'm a big fan of satire and absurdism. So those are probably my big, big two. Cool. Tara? How about you? <laughs> I should think of comics people, but... <laughs> hey, that's okay. I mean, people can draw influence and inspiration from any which way of, True. like, of what they're interested in. So it's Say totally Warren fine. Warren Ellis. <laughs> Warren Ellis. <laughs> um, my, my art influences, I'd say my top three would be the Hernandez Brothers, of course. Yeah. Um, 
Julian Tanaki, uh, and, uh, gosh, this too many, uh, Daniel Klaus. Yeah. I, I started reading his stuff really early in my comics reading. It's probably one of the first ones that I read after I started getting out of the manga scene. And the way that he does lines always just like drew me in even if the story um wasn't something i wasn't i was like super interested in uh, the way he draws and that nostalgia you get from it for i don't even think i knew what the nostalgia was for because uh the the influences he draws on are completely different from mine but like that's the kind of stuff that stuck with me um as far as um like fine artists that really get my goat. Uh, Marcel Dezana from the Royal Canadian Art Lodge. His stuff really influenced me, and uh, Barry McGee. Uh, and pretty much all of the people in that beautiful losers book. Yeah. I spent like five years trying to track down that book because uh, just like every page in there is is something that, that calls to me. <laughs> yeah. That's great. No, that's great that you two have like influences in mind and everything. Um, most of my guys are either dead or on their way out, so it's oh. good to have ones that are still living. Yeah, that you, you and can... my husband, yeah. man. It's like keep your 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 icons old so that they can't disappoint you because most of them are dead. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, well, hey, thank you so much for you know talking with me. This is fantastic. Uh, let's see. We're at 36. No, that's fantastic. I mean, they're going to cut out some of it anyway. Um, let me think. Uh, I want to make sure I've got everything covered. Um, so you, uh, it's it's you, Megan, and you, Tara, and then Jason. You three are like the presidents of the co-op, or how does that, or or, or just the founders? Uh, the Constitution that we came up with calls us the guiding officers. Yeah, okay. this is a <laughs> fancy term. So fancy. Uh, so yeah, of course, Tara uh, is the Mama, ah. you, I don't want to say that word. I can't think of anything else. It was Tara's brainchild. Nice. That um, creeps me out. Yeah, Even that's horrifying. I hate say that saying about it. dogs. Like, <laughs> it's not a good word. You're the dog mom. No, what? no Get, that that's is weird. No, hate it. Yeah. Edit hate that it. out. They no, never don't. do. They never do that when you say it. <laughs> I'm an editor. I know. I would not. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, and uh, the comic that I work on can be read at arrocomic.com, the first... Uh, I was about to say, that not to be mistaken with, like, Green Arrow, right. like yeah, the no TV w. show Arrow. There's yeah. no W. It's, okay. uh, it's just A-R-R-O. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to, like, train myself to call it R-O so that people will not... Oh, that's uh, good. Because that's what people keep calling it anyway, and I, w- I fought against it for so long because Allie and I both, like, said arrow for so long, but aro is how you would pronounce it in the first place, so I need to just uh, pull that thorn out right quick and, <laughs> and get used to it. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just about to ask, where can people find you or your stuff online? But, yeah, uh, aro or arrow. Uh, Comic.com. Um, Fend thirteenth on on the Instagrams, uh, and F as in Frank, F as in Frank, F as in Frank, E N D uh, on on the tumbles. Oh, cool! <laughs> I don't I don't uh, I don't know how I chose every hard to 
uh, to enunciate thing I could possibly do with these usernames. <laughs> um, I was super into Fender guitars when I was in. Uh, I wondered. I wondered. Yeah. yeah. I had a Squire with a Fender sticker on it, so I was really self-conscious about it. <laughs> it said it said Fender really small on it, so I just I just I just made it bigger for everyone to know. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Gotta know you're using the legit shit yeah. instead of like the knockoffs. Yeah, it's like their own knockoff, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, there's probably guitar people that are just just wanting to murder me after this conversation. <laughs> well, I, I don't think you'll have to worry about that. It's mostly comic people, and within comic people, it's like 20 people. So, but hopefully, it'll grow this year if I if I keep with it and try to get this out there a little more. Heck yeah! Yeah. Well, feel free to keep posting it on the page and everything. Yes. Yeah, so. that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since, you know, you two will be the first ones of this new year, so that's great. Oh, man, yeah. if you, I know everyone's gone already, but um, if if you wanted to hold off on publishing this, is that how you do it with? Uh, upload publish? it, publish, okay. yeah. Uploading, yeah. yeah. Um, you could get some some of the, the other members to talk to, to, yeah. to talk about, like, their experience, because if this is really going to be about the co-op, the, the community's the biggest part. Yeah. You don't, uh, that, that was one of the biggest things about calling it a co-op, was mm-hmm. that it's, it's not just the three of us. Yeah. And in the bylaws, and every time we talk, we try and make it clear that we are not the end-all be-all of every aspect of this. And if it needs to grow in a way that we don't even expect, then that's how it needs to be. Um, if you come to all the meetings, if you're in the anthologies, you're just as much a runner of this as we are. We have the architecture, of course, uh, so it's not utter chaos. Right, so that we make sure we have deadlines. We make sure that, uh, you know, I think I liken it to a good director. A good director is going to make sure their actors look good. Totally. You know, so if you're being a good director, um, you know, of the co-op, like I'm, you know, we all try to be, you're going to make, try to make everybody shine, try to make everybody's work, uh, you know, actually come out. So uh, that's that's what we're here for. That's how I look at it. And keeping the, the meetings organized, yes. too. Um, there's specific times for everything, and we can talk about that too. Um, the meetings start with a um, writing and drawing prompt. We try and keep it some keep the theme of of the prompt something that writers and artists can uh, sink their teeth into. Um, and then that lasts about 15 minutes or so into the beginning of the meeting, and then I. Um, poorly call the meeting to order <laughs> each time i have a new weird way of trying it out i'm getting you a gavel oh please please <laughs> yeah. please um that's what today was voting on uh, whether or not i get a gavel one person said it needs to be squeaky if that's an option i'm into one it. squeaky side one hard side yes i have I, I, i'm gonna throw in my my vote to uh, a thor hammer that would yeah be cool. oh yeah yeah new guy uh mentioned thor hammer i was like oh, there you go. comic specific yes <laughs> that's what we need nice um and then that's pretty much the part that I take care of is the prompt uh, going around and, and, and talking about it and wrangling it out of these feral cats on the internet. Seriously, that's hard work. <laughs> the internet is hard. Like yeah. Everyone's like, you know, the internet, no, it's our savior. It's our way to be more connected. And I found it's a way to, you know, not totally, but for this, it's like... It's easy to ignore stuff, but yes. if you have somebody here, you know, butts in seats and paper in face and pencil in hand, you know, you're doing something. Right. So, uh, oh, it is, oh, man, that I wish that 
that that had been brought up earlier for the conversation about about print versus digital media because that was such a, a hairy horse to wrangle but yeah. like that gets it in a nutshell like the attentiveness that has to be there to listen to a record to physically hold a book and to physically be at a meeting right like you have to be 100% in it or you just walk away yeah um that is the important part about this not just being a group online. And I think that's the important part about it being a local thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, people can join it, of course, on, on the Facebook page from anywhere else. But to be a true member is coming to these meetings mm-hmm. and, and talking to people and staying after, like, all these guys. At what time is it? The meeting adjourned, like... It's like 9.32. The meeting adjourned like an hour ago, and there's still people here. Yeah. Like, that's the beauty of of the co-op. Yeah, that's when you really know, like, this has been something that people have wanted and have cared about when they stay after, you mm-hmm. know. It's it's not just a, you know, a hobby or something to put on my resume. It's, no, this is my life, and this is my community, and, yeah. But um, as far as the rest of the meeting, uh, after our prompts and announcements, there's always so many freaking events going on, you know? <laughs> so we got, like, so many events to mention, uh, which is great because we can put our stuff out at them. Totally. And, uh, you know, people can um, – we're compiling a list of all these events so that people can get ahead of schedule next year. It's like, there's the Zine Fest. Here's Conuga. Here's these events. Sign up for them early. Get a spot. Um, then often we have a presentation. Um, I've really liked lately what we're doing with like artist spotlights, yeah, letting um, members who are artists or writers, um, anything, want to show off or kind of talk about the trajectory of their work. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a lot of formal presentations too. From uh, we had a presentation a couple weeks ago from Mimi Pond. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> that Mimi Pond. That yeah. Mimi Pond. Uh, <laughs> written a gr- lot of great uh, graphic novels, really funny stuff. Um, you know, famous for doing the first episode of The Simpsons, of course. Um, so we've had a lot of great present presenters here. Um, then we we had a lot of great discussions. Like mm-hmm. um, we have a lot of creative people here. So we talk about like today we talked about what are your uh, comic-related New Year's resolutions. We've talked before about how do you uh, start something. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this the other day. I, I really wanted to start, uh, work more on my music zine, and, uh, but I didn't have any motivation, you know? Uh, but I remembered what we talked about. A lot of great advice from a few weeks ago is start working on something else. Start. I, I just copied down lyrics. I didn't, I didn't even write anything creative. I just literally started doing the physical act of writing words down. Yeah. And by the time you do that, you know... You might want to start. So we have a lot of great discussions. I mean, we have like 25 people in here every week, and every person's got a different perspective. On so That's great. Yeah. And the, the people really range. We yeah. have high schoolers coming in, uh, and <laughs> we have uh, some people um, that are that are professionals yep. and um, people that have been published, quite a few people that have been published, yeah. um, and even people that are hired to speak on uh, the history of comics and yeah. they're just here freely giving out all this amazing advice uh, it's almost something that we should do a podcast ourselves every week just yeah. to <laughs> hey that'd be fantastic yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean it is it's a lot of great advice I mean and, and the great thing once again about the co-op is uh, everybody here wants to do something so it's like not advice you know, when you're sitting in a lecture hall, it's like great wisdom being uh, in one ear and out the other. But this, it's like, I want to use this. I want to apply it. Yeah. Um, 
and I've, I've seen it. So. Yeah, yeah that, that was also something really cool whenever I came here, uh, was that, yeah, there were people that were already published, and I had no idea in Chattanooga that, mm-hmm. that, was, that that was what the deal was. I thought whenever I moved back here from Savannah after college, I thought, oh my God, this is going to be a nightmare just living back at home and not having any type of a comics community around here. But then I found you guys over the summer, and I was like, I'm back. This is fantastic. No, it's really great. And and it's cool it's coming here, seeing people that have had work published, people that are coming up new, mm-hmm. and being inspired by those that already have work published. Yeah. It's so great. God, we have this one guy. I cannot believe he is not famous right now. Todd. This oh, dude, Todd Johnston? Yes, yeah. writes the most epic, hilarious yes. stories, yeah. and his art is incredible every yeah. time, every time. And he produces so much, and I can't believe, I'm staring at him sideways, I can't believe uh, that he hasn't, you know, isn't super famous right now, but, you know, I think it's really cool. Like, I hope this, you know, this co-op helps people take off some careers in yeah. some ways. that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, we, um, we've got two Two people at this point that have been involved um, that have gone on to uh, the school of visual arts for for comics. Uh, one going in as undergrad and one that's in now as a, a graduate student. So sweet. Yeah, the the thing about how many people have been published, the the crazy part to me is that I know of at least five other people that have been published by Marvel or DC in the area that just don't come to the meetings. Like, So there's even more people out there. There's a, a guy that works at a tattoo parlor. I put a poster up, and he was like, oh, yeah, comics. I did a variant for The Walking Dead. Uh, and I was like, what? what? <laughs> he hasn't come to a single meeting, but that's still amazing. And yeah. so I, I'm hoping that it will grow even more because of stuff like that. Like Maybe they just can't come to meetings because they've got other stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Got tattoos to do. Yeah. Uh, those tats covers aren't going to make themselves. Yeah. 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 And those variant covers aren't going to make themselves. <laughs> and they're not going to be yeah, here. Th- we're trying to get the word out. You know, um, we're, we're doing stuff. So yeah, and definitely the, uh, definitely the the buzz you're getting around the anthology that just got printed like you're I've, I've noticed like the the attendance has jumped up like dramatically yeah, since that since the words gotten out yep. on like radio newspaper uh it was in a magazine, magazine. Yeah. man it's been everywhere speaking of printing mm-hmm. i do want to give a shout out to wonder press over on north market street um the crazy thing about chattanooga is that there's all these hidden things that you would never know about unless you truly sought them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Wonder Press is one of those hidden gems. And um, they will ship anything um, to wherever you are if you're not located in the city. But the prices are amazing. There's a huge paper stock. And the owner, Cy, uh, is willing to work with you for just about any cra- kind of crazy print project you have. That's great. And he's really interested in helping the comics community and the zine community. So as soon as the chat zine fest <laughs> happened, he donated posters and did all kinds of stuff for them. And a lot of zinesters came to Wonder Press to print stuff to bring to the show. Mm-hmm. So it was a, kind of a closed circuit thing yeah. for the first year at least. A lot of stuff went through there and... Um, like, it's an amazing resource, and really, it's the only reason that we're able to get such yeah. high quality work printed. Yeah. Um, I don't. If you've seen the the anthology, 
either of the anthologies, actually. Uh, both of them have White Toner from uh, from the the new press that Wonder Press got a year or two ago. Um, and it's a digital press with the capability to put white down on any colored paper. Mm-hmm. And that's revolutionary in the digital printing world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I work for Wonder Press, so I this was about is to say, a, is this a is this a this, plug? This is a plug, but I don't get any money for it, <laughs> yeah. and I truly believe in the business and size, amazing ability to just do whatever he can for a client. He will try so hard to make sure everyone's happy. He's everything looks great that I've seen come out of there, and yeah. you know I know several co-op members have reached out to Wonder Press on their own just to you know take their own personal projects off the ground. And you're right, it is hard to find a resource like that. Like, you're mm-hmm. kind of wandering in the dark um, or, you don't, you know, not having a good recommendation or any direction um, to point you in. So it's great having that resource. Yeah, it's, it's something that's not available in, like, any other town I've been in. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people that move from Chattanooga will still send print jobs into WonderPress because it's such a unique place. I guess uh, they'll do just about any kind of binding you can think of. Uh, so perfect binding, saddle stitching, uh, spiral binding, anything to make your book project look good. Try, try and do it. Do it. Do it. I also have a shameless plug uh, yeah. for Infinity Flux, the shop where we meet. Yeah. <laughs> I may have that's mentioned like, it already. Come on, that's that's <laughs> necessary. Yeah, yeah. maybe. We well, gotta go, come here to get here yeah. uh, to come to the meetings. See, <laughs> you I've been come here to get here. I've been worried about like Infinity it. Flux because, like, I've been hearing about all of these different uh, comic shops around the country shutting down, yeah. and like a lot of a lot of controversy around like. Uh, the, distri- the distribution and everything like I'm, I'm getting worried and so like but Infinity Flux they're good yeah we're, we're doing really good I mean it helps that we have such a great staff a lot of us are, are friends with each other we've been friends before we opened the shop so um, yeah. very close knit people who run it um, and you know we all of us care about creating community and that's how you keep these things sustained the co-ops a community we have a D&D league on Wednesdays that's humongous nice you know people every single Wednesday are coming in and playing D&D and you know you gotta buy things to play D&D so it helps the store survive there are so many communities that we have built um, and once again people are just looking for that they want a place if you're into the stuff and you really care about it it's part of your life and you want to meet other people who care about it so yeah um, but yeah the shop is doing well uh, we've been open two years and we've expanded uh, we've opened another part of our store um, we have another storefront now and it is just for comics and that's the co-op's new home it's full of comics right now the shelves we hand built um, yeah. it's pretty yeah. amazing it took a long time but it was worth they're it they're gorgeous yeah. <laughs> Cherry we should stained. come in and see these beautiful shelves <laughs> Nicely any stained. first or third Thursday at 6 yeah and this is also where you can purchase um, everything that we've done. Right now, uh, we sold out of the Halloween zine, but we still have the Chattanooga Anthology on sale for $10, tax included. And uh, we'll have everything else here as well, including local festivals. That's where you're going to find my stuff. I ain't on the interwebs yet. I was about to say, I, I got where, where Tara is. Uh, what about you? I mean, is there anywhere? No, nope. uh, my stuff's still in just, just printed. Uh, okay. So the co-op really is, um, you know... Like I, I talked about my getting, breaking away from my professional life, so this has been sort of my first 
aside from my film work, which is uh, hidden on the YouTubes. Uh, I was about to say, can, is, there, is there any links to any YouTube stuff that, that you've done that, that uh, we can see? There's there a lot of stuff that me and my friends did, and honestly, the film series that we did, it was two seasons worth of stuff, so it's like 20-ish episodes that wow. we did, and we always started scripts being like, we have to make this 10 minutes, and that always invariably ended up being 20 plus minutes every single yeah. one so uh but I, I i shan't give that out right now that is okay. um lots of my friends who are now in professional uh, realms oh, of work wow. and we did some weird things in those <laughs> okay <laughs> said some bad words so <laughs> all right just in case they go run for president or something yeah, totally. You don't want that popping up. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise my stuff is uh, still still in print form. But uh, you know, I hopefully uh, we're, we have a chat comics uh, Instagram now. Uh, so a lot of work um, you're going to see from individual members you can find on there. What was the name of it again? Chat comics. Chat with an comics X. with an X, and uh, you'll see a lot of our members work on that soon. And two T's. Two T's. Yes, T-T. I was about to say a lot of people forget that it's just it's C H A T T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. C O M I X. C O M I X. If yeah. you wanted to spell the whole thing. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you both for uh, you know sitting down and talking with me. This yeah, is man. great. Yeah. I mean, this is and it's great to, to get to know a little bit more about you both as individuals. It's fantastic, and um, hopefully a lot of people will like this. This is going to be great. Can't and wait. then we all fist bumped. Fist Boom. Bump. Boom. <laughs> All right.